Blanche. How are you going? Good morning, Kylie. I'm well. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for being here and um, spending some time with me this morning. My pleasure to always spend time with you. Such a bundle of energy. (laughs) So I'm going to click on um, ready to go live on the custom live streaming service. And then we'll, I'll do a little introduction, we'll get stuck in, and um, we'll hang out and spend 30 minutes together. Awesome. Um, and talk about a, very, a topic that I'm really excited to talk to you about, which I'll share in one moment. Sure. So I'm just going to do the housekeeping and behind the scenes, click on the go live, and yes, we're all good. So hi and welcome to another edition of Bite Size Conversations. I do not have my partner in crime here with me today, Jenny Walk from uh, Elephant in the Room Consulting. She's unable to make it. And so I had the wonderful brainwave idea of asking the incredible Ange Dion to join me today. And luckily she said, yes, I'm in. So awesome to have you here. Thank you so much. Um, I'm Kylie Mobrell. I'm from Hello Medium. And um, this is our weekly chat about, well, bite-sized conversations about business, about life, about, um, we often talk around digital marketing and promoting your business, et cetera. But today, Ange and I are going to be talking about working through lockdown, maintaining standards and boundaries, keeping focused, all the things that everybody's dealing with at the moment, because as you all know, the, you know, most of our countries in a, some, some kind of stage of lockdown. So first, first of all, welcome and thanks for being here. Good morning, Kylie. Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure to join you this morning. Yay. So all of the information about how you can get in touch with Ange, it will be in the caption of the different posts that are going out there right now. So um, make sure you go and track Ange down, get involved. So first of all, Ange, I'd love it if you'd tell everybody what it is you do and how you help people. Okay. My name's Ange Dion. Thank you for having me this morning. I run a business called Ange Dion Consulting. I'm known as the queen of safety. However, uh, over the years of Working in the safety sector, I've picked up a lot of uh, mental health and training and and a lot of stuff and noticed people were struggling in certain domains. Uh, Passionate about helping people in the career of personal development, so I switched in gears to uh, becoming the queen of reconstructing people. Um, Currently going through divorce number two, so I figured if I can do it and survive on this end, surely I can help others get the same confidence in themselves to resurface back into society. So predominantly helping people find themselves after depression, divorce, anxiety, and mental health issues. Amazing, and so um, for those of you that uh, have no, well, let me start again. So I run, as you know, a meetup, women's meetup group called Positive Passionate Women in Business. But those people out there that may not know, Ange has been on as a speaker before and talks about just on an incredible range of topics, but so inspiring to listen to. And I know you've got a workshop coming up soon, Ange. So I'll let, um, let you tell everybody about that a bit later on. So, but what I think is amazing is following you on Facebook, and I just, I love the lives that you do. And you were talking recently about an injury that you got and so unable to do kickboxing. And then I watched your live last night, or not a live, you know, 
obviously I watched it later on, but watched it talking about you were going for your walk on your way to physio, never going to be able to do kickboxing again, but trying to come up with something that you're going to be just as passionate about that's, you know, going to help you continue on your journey to health and wellness and, and all that kind of stuff. And it was just beautiful because I actually didn't know that you'd even stop the kickboxing because I, obviously I'm not seeing all of the lives, but I loved your lives about your kickboxing and that you were just hammering it out and it was just incredible and so motivating. So I feel what you do incredibly well is motivate people in so many different ways on so many different levels. So when I was talking with you yesterday about a topic for today, and we decided to do talking about working through lockdown, et cetera. And I thought there couldn't be a more perfect person to do that because of the way that you managed to reach people in so many different, so many different um, ways. So anyway, really excited to talk to you about that. So the first thing I guess to tell everyone is that you're in Sydney. So clearly you are in lockdown. So what does that look like for you right now? Horrible. Absolutely horrible. I know we've been in lockdown for about five weeks now. Uh, however, last week we, we announced construction sites were going to be closed, which means predominantly most of my business is based around the construction industry and I work with subcontractors and tradies in construction. So here's my teams now all on stand down. So last Saturday morning when my phone was starting to ring off the hook, I found myself losing focus. It was like, okay, so we've been in lockdown for three weeks but, and we've been in lockdown a year ago for months. However, we were all able to continue working. We kept on moving around. We kept on doing what we had to do. It didn't really affect our livelihood or it didn't affect so many people. However, this, this week, we found, I found myself on, on Saturday pulling my hair out. I was like, <gasps> crisis, because 250,000 people are now sitting at home and most are not getting paid the salary that they would be getting. So it was like, okay. And I, like I said, I found myself falling over a little bit. I was like, <gasps> now what have I got to do? But I had to keep focused because if I let it keep going, I wasn't going to be able to serve my clients and I was, it was going to start to affect my mental health. Uh, and, you know, I'm very big on keeping my mental health at a top level because I've been through mental health issues uh, and I don't want to ever go back there. So, it, like I said, it, it, this this week was horrendous for us and it's going to be another a week like that. And talking to the tradesmen who are sitting at home, they're like, you make ends meet if you can get the payment because, you know, it was released that you could get a payment and now you, there's people, there's circumstances around, around the payment scheme. So it's like, oh, hurry up and open us up and let us get back to work, you know? Mm, absolutely it's it's crazy it's crazy times and it's not only for us a lot of fear going on for people I think and um worry stress anxiety and as you said all the mental health issues that that come along with all of that and one of my clients I was talking with yesterday who works in um you know around sexual assault and domestic violence and all of that and of course as you would know that's all way higher since since COVID and all of that too so it has these terrible um, you know, far-reaching effects for a lot of people. Like so you, you, yeah, that's a that's a perfect analogy. So you said that you got into that space for a short time of, oh my god, what now? And then you realised I've got to keep my mindset differently. I've got to be positive. I've got to figure a way through. So how do you do that for yourself? Well, like everything, if, like everything in life, I suppose you've got to maintain focus. It's it's what, what you know, it's a such it's a situation that we can't control at the moment. And even when I had finished, like Saturday was the phone didn't stop ringing all day. So it was crazy times while everybody was trying to find out what's happening and what's going on. But then on Saturday night, I sat and thought, okay, well, there's nothing I can do about the situation. It's out of my hands, totally out of control. And let's face it, being self-employed, most of us are control freaks. We want to control every aspect. 
Yes, agree. So here we are, no, no control over the situation. Well, what do we do? So I figured I, I would keep focused on myself and what I can do right now, what I can offer my clients, what I can do for my people, stay next to them and be supportive as best as I can and, and realise that, you know, it is a day at a time and that's what we're living at the moment. Practising the power of now, living in the moment because, you know, I'm, you know, one of these strategists that, you know, six months, 12 months, you know, 90-day goals, six-month goals, 12-month goals. So all of a sudden it's like let's pull back to right here and now because that's all we can deal with. Then maintain standards. We're currently working from home. So, you know, we, we don't dress like we would if we were going out. Some people are not in their offices. So, you know, heels have gone out the window. Their shoes are Havanas or some slippers. But when we get back into the real world, how do we deal with getting back into the seven inches if we're in corporate gear? How do we get, deal? you know, we've, we've become comfortable in tracksuit pants, tights, and uh, top, you know, the top attire. So, you know, we're zooming in in, in business-like corporate up, up level and the other half of the bottom is, is not office attired. So, you know, maintain a standard. If you're going to be on Zoom, present like you would in an office. Don't change your space. If you're working from home, same story. It's how you present whether you're out in public or at home should be the same. I totally agree. I had someone Zoom with me the other day in their pyjamas and she's yeah. like, well, what's the point of getting out of them? And I said, for your own mental health, day, just get up, get dressed, get on with your day as if you would anywhere else. True. And um, the weekends you might want to stay in your pyjamas. But, you That's know, this is That's a work different. day. Get on with it. <laughs> Monday to Friday <laughs> for most yeah. people. <laughs> That's right. But I had to laugh when you said, you know, about the bottom half because I'm always dressed for the day but I've worn slippers more this winter than anything else. I can vouch with you for that. It's cold. <laughs> it's been really <laughs> cold this year. I love a little slipper. Nice. So that was just fantastic. I really I really love that list of ways to, to get focused, et cetera. But I wrote a little note about practicing the power of now. That is so powerful. How many people want to talk about constantly about their five-year plan, their exit level plan, all these kinds of things about the future. And at the moment, it's so hard to think about the future. We're used to, you're so right, practicing the power of now. I love that, Ange. Are you able to expand on that a little bit more? Uh, well, for years and years and years, I've always been the person that's highly organised, highly structured, uh, you know, had life planned. And then, of course, divorce came along and then the, the, everything I had set up for the future fell apart, gone, like that. So yeah. I was like, okay, start afresh. So could I see the light five years down the track? No, I'm 49. And at 49, I've learned to start living my life, no terms, no conditions, the way I want it. And I've started to stay and live in, in the moment because, you know, it's always about next month. Or this. No, 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 I'll get to next month when next month arrives. I will deal with what I need to deal with when it happens. And here I need to focus on what's going on right now, especially through COVID because we can't think, about like I mean, here we are sitting here hoping in two weeks time construction is going to open we're going to go back into the real world but at the moment there's a lot of people sitting at home that are anguished and, and upset or stressed or because of what's going on whereas we need to focus on supporting them or doing things right now to get us through this time totally and i've been talking a lot with my clients about making the use of this time right now while they're in lockdown 
Forget about the jigsaw puzzles. Forget about the binge watching of Netflix. Get visible online. Get going with it. There's more people online than ever before. There's more people shopping online than ever before. So how about, you know, doing some lives, doing some, writing some blogs, you know, working on the back end of your website, getting some more content out there and absolutely pumping the opportunity that you've got right now to reach more people. Definitely. You know, <laughs> so, so staying, so you, you did right. Staying focused, staying in your in your lane and doing what you do. And so for your tradies and things and all those in the building industry, what are you saying to them? Like, yep, get kicked back with your family and do some jigsaws. Or what about looking at your business plan? What about overhauling your marketing? What about exactly. doing all those things that you never have the time to do because you're out on site doing the job? Pretty much so. At the moment, it's firstly, let's see where you're at mental health. Yeah. Check in with you firstly, see what we can do to support you. Um, let it out. Don't don't bottle it in. And yeah. then look at, okay, so what, what's been lacking at the moment? What haven't you done for the past six months that you should be doing now? It's tax time. Let's get your taxes sorted. Let's get your systems in place and let's get you moving forward so that when it does open up, you're ready to go back in. Yeah, brilliant. It's such a great thing, I think, to help people keep focused in that way because so many of us are guilty. I'm definitely guilty of it. I do. I try to do one day a week, but realistically it's once a fortnight, which is CEO day, mm -hmm. which is the day that I work on the business, not just in the business. And I'm sure for many people in many industries, it's a major problem that we're, in, we're right in it. We're not actually able to step back and, and work on it. Else, yeah. So this is such a wonderful opportunity. I don't even know if the word wonderful is right, but it's a it's an opportunity to grasp and work up, work on the on the business. You know, and you can't change that. anything so, at the moment. Absolutely. And I just had a good old chuckle to myself when you said as business owners, we're all control freaks. I was just speaking to Ash Griffin about that last night <laughs> and saying <laughs> the more, the longer I'm in business for, the more I realize what a control freak I am. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. But when you said all of us business owners, and I'm like, yeah, maybe that's a common trait that we all have. It wouldn't be in business otherwise, I don't think. <laughs> No, I can't work for someone else and be told what to do and when to do it. No, we did that years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. So what about setting the boundaries, Ange? Mm -hmm. Let's talk uh, about boundaries. When... Okay, boundaries. So it's hard at the moment for some people. They've got a homeschooling. Mm. Yeah, so, all you know, different got a, ages. Well, then I feel for parents that have got to do that at the moment through lockdown. I normally advise them that let's take some time out. Okay, so you've done your schooling, you, you can do your work in the same time where you're trying to do some stuff or, or work around your schooling with the kids. Uh, when they have a break, you have a break, or when they have a break, you go and do some work. And then when your partner's, both of you together, or if, if there's a partner available, see if you can compromise where one takes a shift for half an hour, an hour, and the next hour you've got some me time to go and do something to breathe or go for a walk or get away from the computers or do whatever you've got to do to keep focused. Yeah, Absolutely. I think you, you're dead right. I've heard a lot of parents saying we can't even do the homeschooling. It's too hard. So we just we just let them watch, you know, TV all day or whatever. And I'm like, how about helping your kids, though, in terms of structure, their own boundaries, their own everything like that's that. Right. So this is your school patch. This is what we do here. And, and so I think that's great. The way that you said they do that, you do this, they do that, you do this, just the way that you would on any on any regular weekday. And then let's all break for lunch together. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and have a finish time as well so that you know that 
we're done here. But also what I used to find years ago when I was first um, in business and trying to juggle how on earth to do it all, um, because my husband's a quadriplegic. So I'm often up all through the night with him and then, you know, still then have to run my business the next day and I'll be tired and, you know, and also being a, a mum of a young child at the time, et cetera, it was, it was a lot of juggling going on. And what I found is that my evenings were the best time I could be working and getting a lot. I could be double as productive in the evenings as I was during the day. So for example, I would be with them. I would do dinner, da, 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 get our daughter off to bed. And then I would start work again around about eight o'clock and go right through till midnight. And I would pump out during those four hours way more than I could pump out through the day. Definitely. So, um, yeah, I think it's just a case of finding what's going to work for you best and, and then getting disciplined with it and getting really focused with it and, and making it happen. So, Ange, do you mind if we talk a little bit about the exercise? Because I love that you're out there walking every day and you, you talk about, you know, the importance of getting your, your shot of vitamin D, et cetera, et cetera. So how do you stay motivated to do that as well? It's a matter of making the decision whether you're going to do something or not. Um, and like I said in yesterday's video, I was, when I was, with a, I was with a diet coach last year and the first thing they said is you need to walk 10,000 steps a day. And I just looked at them and I said, it's virtually not, it's not possible. I'll run a business. When am I going to find time to exercise? When am I going to do this? So hence I, I got into, I was compromising the walk because I hate walking, absolutely hate walking. I have a gym in the backyard, which I don't touch. So if I hold set up gym at home, it's just dust collector. However, I loved, I, when I got into the gym with the kickboxing stuff, I actually enjoyed what I was doing and I was excelling. So I kept on going. Now, once I got injured, I had to change strategy. So it's like, okay, well, you've got to do something to stay fit and healthy because I don't want to be unhealthy for my old age. Uh, however, what have I got to find? I love swimming. Can't go swimming at the moment. Definitely can't do swimming. So the easiest non-cost, of I mean, it doesn't cost you anything to go for a walk. It's just get up and go. So my theory is if the sun's out, I'm out. And if the sun's out, I'm definitely going for a walk. I'll take some time out away from the computers. Whether I don't do it at 6 a.m. in the morning, it's too cold. I'll stress that. I am not that motivated. However, I've associated to going down the street, seeing some people, if there's anybody out there, I'll go for a long walk, half an hour, 40 minutes, pick up a coffee and come back home again. It gives me a break. Gives me a, I mean, if we're working in a company, we would have had a lunch break. So I'll go out for a walk, de-stress, refresh the brain, get some fresh air, definitely the sun because I'm a sun chaser, and then come back in with a coffee. Yeah, beautiful, Ange. And then what about how you've, you've talked openly about, you know, an injury, so that's had to stop the kickboxing and obviously then the recovery and rehabilitation of, of that injury. And then now the the trying to find something new that will that will be your, your new passion. How, mm. how, did, how have you worked with your mindset around the disappointment, the devastation, the the and stopping just falling in a heap and going, oh, I'm buggered. This is the worst news ever. And actually stayed stayed in your lane, focused, and going, well, I'm going to find something new. Well, within the limit, they always say you can exercise within your limits. So. Let's find what my limits are and let's do it. So knowing me, I um, I actually joined a gym to that's opening up in the area. I thought, okay, I'll, I'll trial this place because they've got a lot of classes. And when I joined, I didn't have the injury. So I wasn't sure. And I don't know if I'll be able to do any of those classes. So I've decided I'm going to hire myself a personal trainer because I'm not that motivated and I hate gyms. So I figured if I hired the trainer, told them they had to meet me at 6 a.m. three times a week, then I was done. 
And if it was a matter of, uh, and I've spoken before and you've heard me say about my non-negotiables, Kylie, what's non-negotiables? Yeah. It's a non-negotiable that I maintain my health for the future. And if it means I've got to be in the gym three times a week with a trainer, then so be it. Because if anything happens to me, that takes down a business, but then that business supports a few people. So I can't, cannot, cannot, cannot be down. Absolutely. That's and what about the days? I love your non-negotiables. I absolutely love it. And I've loved <laughs> listening to you talk about your non-negotiables. But what about the days where you just cannot be asked? Uh, that's a day where I'll put on Greek music and I'll do a few dances in the living room. Yep. <laughs> it's a workout. Believe it or not, it's a workout. So I just, I'll dance around the living room. I mean, I love dancing. We're not allowed to do it in public at the moment. So guess what? The living room cops it. It's fine. Put on a DVD, put on some music, and out I go. It's, oh, I love it. And, and I do the same thing when it's raining because I absolutely hate cold weather. I hate winter, and I hate the rain. So I've got no choice. I've got to keep functional somehow. So it just breaks. And it's, it's, I suppose it's a, it's a breaking state or breaking pattern state. You know, you, you do something to, to break the monotony or the routine and then get back into working afterwards. Yeah, brilliant. I absolutely love that. That's fantastic. So then it's a case of just finding the thing that's for you, whether it's 80s music, whether it's your Greek music, whether it's whatever it is that's going to make you feel uplifted and energized. Definitely. And get into it. I'm with you on the gym thing. It's tough, isn't it? If it's not your, if it's not your buzz. I personally like a class. I always like the the feel that we're all in it together. And somehow the time goes quicker, goes through, goes past a lot quicker. Definitely. Then if I'm sitting there on a machine trying to do, you know, 20 repetitions or something like that. But you and your non-negotiables, I think that's just a beautiful way of um, doing it. So would you are you feeling happy to, to share what non-negotiables are with everyone? Non-negotiables, things that are, uh, if it's going to affect me, hurt me, or um, if it's going to affect me, hurt me or kill me or, or, you know, make me sad or unhappy, I it's a, non, it's a non-negotiable. So if I'm going out and I don't want, if I get an invitation to a party and I'm not feeling it, I'm like, oh, it's non-negotiable. I'm not doing it. I'll stay. I'd rather stay home. Um, if I'm going to do a job or I'll get a contract to, and I go and meet somebody and I don't like what I hear or see. And I think, well, you know, it's going to be a struggle working with these people. Non-negotiable. I have to remember my non-negotiables because I know that I'm going to suffer at the end. I'm either going to be unhappy or I'm going to be doing the work that I'm not in, interested in doing so as far as I'm concerned there's a list of things that if it's going to the, the terms and conditions are if I don't like it and it doesn't make me happy I won't do it if it doesn't if it's going to hurt me I don't do it and if it's going to affect my mental health it's definitely no I've just written those down because I just absolutely love that I have a little issue where I'm excited about saying yes to something but that'll be like ages in advance and I'm like yeah that sounds really good and then maybe on the day of or something and I'm a bit wiped out or, you know, whatever it is. And I'm like, no, then I kind of, I go through this whole weigh it up, spend way too much time on my head with it because I've said yes, so I should do it, but I can't be asked. And is it just because I'm feeling lazy and tired? So should I push myself to do it? And then I know I'll have a good time. You know, like it's this constant battle of, and then half the time I do, and then half the time I don't. But it's a tricky one because for those of us that work extremely hard during the week, we need that downtime in the weekend. So maybe that that big event or something that you, you said you were going to go to is just too much to push through. It's, um, it's, it's tricky making those decisions. How about you stop thinking and start feeling in those situations? I love that. I just love that <laughs> so much. And I the, the non-negotiables, I love it. But the, if it's going to hurt me, if I don't like it, 
and if it's going to affect my mental health I think that's I think that's magic thanks for that share Ange that's wonderful thank you Kylie how do you feel about the moving forward through COVID like if it if we don't know do we is it going to be more weeks is it going to be months what's going to happen how do you feel around how can people best sit with it work what's right for them and and face more lockdown it's a it's a matter of reevaluating where we're at at the moment and what we can do in the current with the current circumstances uh if it's you know there's parents spending time with their kids that they would not normally do um there's families bonding you know i haven't seen my family for ages so i'm you know i'm very blessed that i live with my parents my parents are just upstairs and i'm downstairs so oh, we're in the same wow. household however if i was on my own i would i would go i, I, I would have gone nuts by now um missing our friends, connecting, like keeping in contact with people around us, even if it is a Zoom call or a phone call. Um, Viber works well, WhatsApp works well. People should just keep connecting until we can get back to, I mean, most of us are huggers. We like to hug people. I'm European, I'm, I'm Greek, you know, we can't, we cannot meet someone, not give them a big hug and a kiss. Um, but at this point, it's a matter of let's connect or keep in focus that, you know, well, I've got a friend who's sitting over at the other side of town and I want to call her and check in on her. Um, so we can have a bit of a chat, mentally stimulate each other or bounce some ideas off. Um, it's all about human interaction at the moment because there's nothing else we can do and, and just focus on what you want to achieve after this. Mm. Like start looking at what you can improve right now so that you can keep working towards the goals once we get back into working properly or getting back into it. I love that. I love it. Thank you. Maureen has said that, she said, we did a blog last year on managing as a parent. A Montessori teacher recommended each child having their own space for schoolwork, not just the dining table. She also said to keep hours much shorter, three to four hours, and keep expectations low. That's such a good idea, isn't it? Because Fantastic. when someone wants about homeschooling before COVID, so just, you know, for people that were by choice homeschoolers, and they said that you could literally get a full day's work of a child at primary school done in one to two hours because they spend so much time at school lining up, going to the next thing, right. getting sitting on the mat, all, all the things that take so much time and all those social interactions and all of that. But the actual work part is just so much shorter. So I think that's a great, great. idea to read about idea. three to four hours. And um, then Kate says, I'm so much happier when I make that decision to not work with a client when I don't get the right feeling. Oh, yes. Nice work. Yes, and I, I agree. Nice work on that. That's a really big one. I knew in my own mind, like obviously we've all got different ideas of what success means to us. But yes. for me, a few years ago, success meant being able to not work with all the clients that wanted to work with me. Actually being able to make the decision and say, no, we're not going to be the right fit, but I recommend that you work with da, 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 da. And that felt really good because I think <clears throat> for many of us in business, you feel like you've got to do all the work, get all the clients and everything to, to keep it going. So that was my that was my measure of success at that at that point was saying no. Nice. <laughs> I loved it. Yes, I loved it a lot. So um, and tell everybody about what's coming up for you and, and how they can join with you and learn more about what you do and and how you work with people. Currently, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn as Ange Dion. Very easy to find. Uh, I also run a private group called the Reach Out Collective in Facebook. It is a safe space for people to share their anxiety or their anguish 
or their depression. Um, they can post comments uh, and we come back to them. Well, I'll respond. We come back. I respond to those messages. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of people that don't want to work with a coach or are not comfortable to talk to a counsellor. So we encourage them to drop their comments in that group and I'll happily respond to them. Or they can private message me and I'll chat to them off, off the air so nobody sees it. Uh, Monday evening, 6 p.m. this week coming up. Well, next week, I should say, because this week's over. Uh, I'm running a Reconstructing New webinar. It's about rebuilding yourself, especially through COVID, because I think we've all got some downtime at the moment to take care of ourselves and make ourselves a number one priority because a lot of people are neglecting themselves, especially poor mums with all their kids, you know, and, um, and their job title is I'm a mum. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're more than that. <laughs> you're 24. So you're the new 7-Eleven. <laughs> so we're trying to reconstruct people to pick up um, the pieces or to to in an area of their life whether it's their health their wealth or um, their business and to move forward and like I said the time is now to do all this stuff so we'll have a link um, I'll make sure there's a link drop for you so it's reconstructing new webinar it is all over Facebook it's everywhere at the moment my beautiful assistant's been uh, sharing it everywhere you're all welcome to join it is free and uh, hopefully people get something out of it you're amazing Angel what time is that on 6 p.m. New South Wales time, 6 p.m. Monday evening. Magic. We'll make sure that we're sharing that in the uh, captions. Thanks so much for inviting everybody to that. That's awesome. I'm definitely going to putting that one in my calendar. It sounds amazing. And I've, I've heard you speak so many times and I can never get enough of it. It's um, You're just Thank so you. inspiring. I love it. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what what's your next part of your journey with your recovery with your um injury etc and what you what your next passion is that you find that you love doing as much as you love doing kickboxing i'll keep you posted <laughs> as i'm as i'm watching your lives my brain's ticking over about things that you might like to do it's like i'm personally invested in your journey which is funny because I'm clearly not very invested in my own and getting out there and doing my own version of something because I'm too busy thinking about yours. So <laughs> best that I stay in my lane and come up with uh, with my next exercise project. Mm. Okay. I'll, wait. I'll wait to hear. I'm aiming for my 10,000 steps too. Every, every evening my daughter and I um, work out what we've done and she's always at least double what I am, just work, walking around school and then uh, walking the dog. So... Yeah, I've got to really get get stuck into that. As long as you so get started. That little, that I was going to say, butt kick little nudge and reminder. That was very good. Well, thank you so much, Ange, for joining me today and talking well, about boundaries and motivation and particularly focus and all those important things and particularly the power of now. That was That was powerful. That was a really powerful one. So thank you so much. Make sure everybody that you connect with Ange. Hopefully I'll see you all on Monday night in Ange's workshop and um, have a wonderful week and enjoy your Greek dancing. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you. Can you, can you do some lives of your Greek dancing? That's okay, I will, I will do something for you, Kylie, promise. Yes, <laughs> sounds great. All right, have a wonderful day, Ange. Thanks so much. Thank Be you. Great to see you and thanks everyone for joining us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.